Broadcasting live from the luxury suite on the plain of Kylum, this is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome everybody to Tap Tap Concede. My name is Graham. Joining me is Nelson. I'm here. And Cameron. I'm here. And if you are listening to this podcast, uh, if you are one of our many uh, audio-only listeners, hopefully you are noticing no great change in the or perhaps even maybe an improvement in the audio fidelity of the podcast. Who can say? If you are a YouTube observer, then uh, you will see that we are back in a physical space and a different physical space than before. We're trying. We're trying this out. We're we're in uh, the other Loading Ready Run studio or uh, Studio C, the big one, in front of the uh, our AFK tabletop gaming set uh, because figured we'd try it out. These people are that's the. The, the the arms race of YouTube podcasting technology has has advanced during the pandemic and now uh, in the same realm as sort of like how people just film talk radio uh, you know having people actually sort of sitting around more comfortably than than rather just like mm, behind desk uh, yeah, has well, has taken off well we're, we're kind of back to the uh, uh, TTC 1.0. Where we yeah. were sitting in the um, well, I was going to say when we were sitting in uh, the filming studio in Moonbase Delta, but honestly, this is kind of like when we were sitting in the uh, loading dock at Down, Moonbase downstairs. Yeah. yeah. So the first, because the first tap tap episodes were in like the one of the production rooms, right? Upstairs, right? Right. With the table in the middle. Yeah, and on the, either side of the table, and like an iMac. Yeah. At the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then, yeah, then we then we moved to downstairs in that office, and then uh, it's been it's been all over the place. But yeah, I guess this is sort of like a because when we moved here, we were like we're gonna have a set that's just for podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, and now now I mean, we're still using it for stuff, including podcasts. But like you know, we're doing like mail time and crack a packs and things in there. So it's not like it's going to waste that space. But mm-hmm. anyway, let us know what you think. Those of you who who are watching on YouTube, hopefully it's good because we bought these microphones and stands <laughs> yeah. so fingers crossed. i mean you can tell us you don't like it but we'd be sad <laughs> we gotta pay for this technology and metal we will accept any constructive criticism that you may have i saw one of those early episodes of tap tap concede and it sort of looked like there's four or five people on it's like yourself and kathleen was there I remember maybe james is on if cameron was on the first one but it's like we're around a table getting ready to game. Okay, do we have enough for draft? No. Well, what? Do, I guess we could do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I don't. There were certainly, there were certainly fewer magic podcasts at the time, and I don't know what the impetus was, but we were like, I don't know, James. Do you remember? I think I was like, we should do. We should do magic podcast. Yeah, why and does everybody tap, was tap, like, tap, right. exist? Yeah, it just felt like we should do a magic podcast. We, had we have a lot to say. Our schedule for it, and yeah. we, we just stand around talking about magic cards a bunch anyway. <laughs> and now it has its own terrible inertia and sponsors. Yeah, yeah. now it'd be harder to stop tap tap concede than it would it was to begin it. I guess, which is a terrific segue into reminding you that oh, our yeah. sponsor for the show is indeed Card Kingdom. Please check out cardkingdom.com/lrr. We really appreciate it. Uh, we love working with them. They've got great shipping, like really, really fast shipping, great customer service, good prices. And if you tell them loading ready run sent me button, please, they'll give you a little one inch button, which I think, oh, I think it's, uh, at least someone sent me a tweet the other day that was the, I foretold you so. 
Oh, mm. nice. I think it's that one. Nice and current with Kaldheim. Um, <laughs> oh. we hey, made, it's still 2021. Maybe we made too many of these too far in advance. But anyway, uh, we really appreciate uh, continuing to work with Card Kingdom and their understanding that we were off last week doing Desert Buzz. And, of course, everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash run. Today, we're going to be talking about a couple different things. Uh, they've announced since last we spoke about secret layers i think so we were off for a week then we had a pre-recorded episode of crack packs and then before that i think we went over just a an acre of secret layers or did yeah. we do a did we do a ppr uh, yes we did a ppr report episode. Yeah, yeah the one before up. that was was a pile of secret layers. Yeah, yeah 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 but now and there's more secret layers yeah they have they have unloaded a new pile of secret layers mm-hmm. they must have they found them around back someone left them on the loading dock and it was like oh guess we should release these as well uh, but first i wanted to talk a little bit about the only sort of like because we joked about this in the crack pack episode it's like this is a pre-recorded episode so we will not be commenting on whatever the magic drama of the week is on this particular week because we don't know and uh, it wasn't major but uh, i was aware during desert bus that some people were to my mind understandably let down by uh, some of the nature of Innistrad Double Feature. So a reminder, Innistrad Double Feature, it's a product coming out in January and it is a draft, it's a draft experience. Like it's the thing that's like, this is a thing that we are designing for draft in the same way that like Conspiracy or Commander Legends is. It's like you can can buy it and crack them open if you want, but the, the point of this is to draft. And it's cards from Innistrad Midnight Hunt and Innistrad Crimson Vow with uh, different art and card frame treatment all in one uh, draft draft experience. And when they announced it originally, they said that it would... They, the wording that they used was vague. They said curated. They When they announced it, they used the word curated. Did they? Because I went back and watched it. I thought and it was in they, that article. I didn't see the word i didn't hear the word curate i watched the original announcement and they said that it would feature cards from innistrad midnight hunt and somewhere else it said select cards from midnight hunt or from midnight hunt and crimson vow and it turns out that the cards they selected are all all, it's all of the all of them it sounds like we need like dave the uh yeah. Salesman or whatever. We, yeah. we <laughs> select cards. We have selected all of the cards. Yeah, we, we selected control A. Yeah. Yeah. To select all. Why um, select one when we can select all of them? And so it it that's to me that is a letdown because mm-hmm. I was expecting the idea that it would be similar to Amonkhet remastered, where they're like, we're gonna take the Amonkhet block and we're gonna turf a bunch of trash and you know like sort of look at what's possible across the format and revamp it into a like unique uh draft environment and that's that's not what this is it's just all the cards from now, all from both sets technically it will be a unique draft environment you have not yet played this set that is all of the cards smashed together yeah <laughs> it is but like we were hoping for a little bit more care and attention to it so it's yeah to here, me it seems like there must have been an internal communication mistake right it, clearly or I, I mean the 
the the very cynical take, which I have seen, is that they had planned on it being more involved and then just were like, oh, we're out of time. Whatever, run it. And I, I don't actually think that that's how they operate. No, I doubt yeah. it. I think there was probably just like, not my imagine of what this mistake is, is that there's you know, a person in charge of announcing all, all of these sets. There's a person who writes that article. There's another person. It's many people. But like, you know, then imagine there's one person who's like deciding what work gets done. And then there's a third imaginary in this case person which is like the design team that's going to actually curate the set and the first person had the idea that we would make a curated set and then the third person heard it and then like the first person again like just forgot to actually plan for a team to do that r&d work that's my guess Mm -hmm. there was probably an intention but the idea like oh let's let's forget about it never mind just throw them all in i think is like probably more it was like the mistake came from communicating that that would be done. Whereas like the per- people yeah. announcing it and doing the article at first thought like, okay, it'll be like, I'm on kit remastered. We'll have curated set or whatever. And then like, well, cause the, the first person like, Oh no, no, no. I just meant to have like a collector's edition. All of these cards will be available in black and white for people who want them, mm-hmm. you know, and they will be in booster packs. So you can get them a normal way. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I speculating on what happened behind the scenes is probably a lot... I mean, what I've learned following video game development over the last 20 years, it's always more complex than you assume. Oh, yeah. Mm, And there's very rarely any kind of, like, bad intention on anyone's part. And, like, it just... It just feels like why why does this exist? I guess it is as you say to get everything kind of together under under one SKU. Yeah. With, um, I, with the black and white cards, it, and I have comments on those because mm. I don't like them. <laughs> right. Um, but the yeah, it's, it's yeah the yeah. the page that they put up on on the fifteenth of November. Uh, it's still you know it's available at your local game store because these are game stores only. Mm-hmm. Uh, is um. Inner Double Feature combines cards across both Midnight Hunt and Crimson Vow. And it, you know, again, this is different from what, what it said previously. But even that, just combines cards across both of them, makes you assume, to me anyway, that it would be curated in some way. And then the image gallery dropped and people were like, okay, cool, let's see what we got going on. And they went in and they're like, wait, this is everything. Which also means that there's duplicates. Yeah, because there are some cards that are in both sets, mm-hmm. and well, of course, you know that that six six dinosaur for six with trample is in every magic set now, right? <laughs> Good old colossal dreadmaw. Dread Sorry, yeah. I yeah. remember to, but like uh, for a second, yeah. I mean, the the duplicates aren't as bad to me as the cards that are inhabiting the same space. Yeah, right. Yeah, that aren't like the big splashy ones, right? Like, do we really need four white combat tricks? Sure that have slightly different effects or like opening two uncommons that are both uh in the same guild from the two different sets like opening signpost red black uncommon mm-hmm. midnight hunt and signpost red black uncommon crimson vow mm-hmm. cuz here's it's like oh good <laughs> cuz to your point there here's how the boosters break down cuz it's a 15 card draft booster and each one of them contains four commons from midnight hunt four commons from crimson vow two uncommons from Midnight Hunt, two uncommons from Crimson Vow, and then one rare or mythic from Midnight Hunt, one rare or mythic from Crimson Vow. So each of these packs is going to have two rares. Mm -hmm. And then also a silver screen foil card. 
Hmm. So each draft booster contains two non-foil double-faced cards, one from Midnight Hunt and one from Crimson Vow. So those could be at any of the rarities because there's double-faced cards all over the shop. And then the silver screen foil card is a card with black and white artwork printed as a traditional foil using a special silver substrate then finished with a glossy varnish like the showcase Eternal Night cards you already know from Innistrad from Midnight Hunt and Crimson Vow, but I I don't know what the silver substrate means. Presumably those will look neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you could, for example, you could get a booster with two Snarling Wolves, right? One from <laughs> Midnight Hunt and one from Crimson Vow. But yeah, that's right. a good point. That you're you're right. Yeah, the 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 two the the two signpost uncommons, one from each set. That would be yeah. Will be. <laughs> will that will, will be. be fairly awkward? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Sorry. Just to get back to my speculation point, I just want to make it clear that like there could not have been like a normal design team that was put in the room to be like, let's decide what these cards are. So, so people are clear about that. Like that just couldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And yes, I totally agree. Everyone's on the best intentions, but Mm -hmm. it's a little sad to me that this is coming out as a, like, this is for draft product when that's probably going to be kind of miserable and weird. Maybe we'll be wrong. Maybe in January we'll, we'll try it and maybe it'll be sweet. It's possible. Yeah. uh, yeah. I, I I would like this to be good. I feel I'm like still the, keen to play it. Yeah, I I, I want to see the cards. I'll I'm I draft a lot, so I'm sure I'll be happy to draft at least once. But it's like the odds of it being a better draft environment than Midnight Hunt or Crimson Vow seem the same as the odds of like you know a thousand monkeys, the and the one whose typewriter desk you go up to has produced War and Peace or whatever. Right? It's sort of like well we're we're not giving you a fair shot to be a really good draft environment. Um, having all these cards printed out in black and white super cool and i think that double feature should probably have just been collector's packs and that makes sense to just be like yeah every pack has nine of the commons it's from both sets they're just mixed and then you know you could do like they're all black and white and then maybe there's also a spot for like one of the cards from commander or whatever they do with with collector's edition packs there's there's 18 versions of every set now so you know you get a chance at each one of those in the collector's packs and that would have been probably a sweet product Mm-hmm. So to the visual treatment, mm-hmm. uh, I do think it's pretty cool that they're all in the in the black and white. Yeah, and I I fine. I do want to. Uh, well, I want to hear from Cam, who's not on board, mm-hmm. but I do want to just 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 establish right away that these were, and they say that they were done this way, and you can tell from looking at them, these were individually like balanced. The like I've seen an assessment that it's like they just put a grayscale filter over everything and that's not this because putting just just mm-hmm. taking out the color or putting just making them grayscale would have looked very bad mm-hmm. this it's very clear that each of these was like individually adjusted the uh values the like black and white and gray values and the contrast and levels because was clearly done card by card because a mass thing wouldn't wouldn't would not have yielded these results some of them look better than others i agree some of them don't translate well but overall uh i i think that the art in black and white actually looks pretty cool and it was clearly done with more care than i think people feel my honestly my main complaint is that the white cards which you're seeing on screen now uh, look very boring because there was just no way they could not have the border be white because even the black cards have a purple border which looks awesome oh nice but they couldn't i guess they couldn't do it yellow 
because that would have been too close to the gold cards because the gold cards have well gold basically maybe maybe like a pale cream might have maybe it would have looked bad i don't know anyway i i think these kind of look cool uh cam i don't you're allowed to not like them yeah, I don't know. I think like <laughs> permission to dislike. Yeah, why? Well, after I, me being like, I don't know. I think these are pretty sweet. Cam, I, tell me I why didn't I'm say wrong. They didn't look good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they just need to. It reminds me a lot of um, the black and chrome edit of Mad Max Fury Road. Oh or, yeah. Or uh, maybe more appropriately, the black and white silent version of Frank Darabont's The Mist. Mm. If you've ever seen that, where. A lot of care and attention went into regrading mm-hmm. and, you know, paying attention to the contrast and the composition. But these were originally color works, and it shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I think black and white art is its own thing. Yeah. And it needs to kind of come from the ground up to look its best. I think that's totally fair. I can imagine just somewhere out there, hundreds of artists just going... <sighs> Yeah, like looking at their art being changed in this way. Yeah, uh, I like the idea. Like, I love the black and white full art lands. Mm. Um, but those were, as you said, ground up black and white. Right? Absolutely, they yeah. were. Uh, I would love to see bl- more black and white art in Magic, like more inked art, more um, more India ink. Right with mm. the, the subtle gradations that that can that can cause more woodcuts like Gustave Doré, um, this misses for me because it's like hearing an excellent cover of a song that you like where you're like, yeah, I should go back and listen to the original. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. Um, like Dryad's revival here, I can't not see the color. Hmm. Right, and wondering what information is being lost in the um, in the translation. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of the gold cards, and like for example, Sigarda, mm-hmm. uh, I think translates very well because the original art already had uh, some some really excellent sort of you know light treatment and right. Uh, contrast james is just <laughs> scrambling to bring that one up sorry james right like, like I, I think cigar looks really good but if you look at join the dance mm-hmm. that it uh like the the it's the, it as you say it wasn't designed for this like the faces are washed out yeah. the mm-hmm. uh the it's the like of course the this, fire has to be really white right? yeah so yeah. you lose the you lose a lot of the facial detail yeah this one could have been really good in black and white if yeah. it was done from the ground up. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like the contrast sure. on the shirt leading to the the hand. The, this is a really great piece. Like the foreshortening on the arm. Oh yeah, is it's great. Is excellent. It's fantastic. Right? Piece, yeah. Um, and if this had been done ground up as black and white, I really think it could have looked amazing. It just doesn't. The silhouetting is a little off, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. with stronger silhouettes and stronger contrast this could have looked really 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 good in black and white Mm -hmm. and right now it just feels a little muddy maybe somebody can be like uh the artist will be like actually originally this was designed from the ground up in black and white and then i just like added color and i'll i'll I'll, you know look like the amateur i am right it's possible that the artists 
had that brief that's like, mm-hmm. by the way, we're also going to be doing this. So keep that in mind. It's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd I mean, love to it find just out. Feels like something that Wizards was like, oh, you know, what we should do, and then mm-hmm. did it. Right, like this, we. I, yeah, I can't imagine that they're allowed to do that though. Under there the have been contract. instances in the past where we've heard from artists um, when they've done when Wizards started doing the the like the full width. Okay, expansion right. like the extended art that the artists were like, I didn't know they were going to do that. It's not. I kind of wish I had known. You know. Right. right. Yeah. Right. 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 So I don't know. It's. I could easily see it happening either either way. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my first time seeing the borders with the color, and I think it kind of takes away from the black and white effect. Like, if the purpose here is to have like the whole black and white set. I don't know. It Maybe. might have been unplayably. Yeah, un- I'm, like, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure it was challenging, point. but it's still going to be more challenging, right? Like you're you're meeting yeah. them halfway. You're meeting the drafters who are trying to also have a good play experience halfway, and like at the end of the draft, you're left with a like piece that was originally kind of designed as like a cool art, you know, step out of the norm, mm-hmm. and you have a piece of that. You have half of that. The other like tinfoil hat moment I had during this conversation is that like, okay, what if it was. There was the art brief that everything is going to be black and white, and then there there was, as you say, someone who had to treat every single piece to get uh, from the color, you know, to correctly shade it or do value store. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about art, but not it wasn't just a button you could click to no. grayscale yeah. everything clearly so that they all came out and they looked good um, or as good as they can or whatever. And so what if the, the work happened where, like, one department was like, okay, I've done it. I've done every card from every set. And then meanwhile... Uh, inside r&d they're like oh we were gonna send you a curated list but now you say you've done all of them so you put how many billable hours into doing all of them i think that's my hey aaron i think we we need to go with a new plan here otherwise we're gonna have a lot of egg on our face internally that's my that's my favorite definitely untrue conspiracy theory yeah. so far yeah, yeah. i like absolutely that. i like that a lot that's very silly i yeah i I don't want to like poo-poo these because I think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I would just. I mean, it's another experiment and it's important yeah. to keep experimenting. Like, yeah, exactly. We do love exactly. the wizards experiments. It yeah. gives us new different things. I think time. it's reasonable to be that. let down by both axis of mm-hmm. this, of the, that it's not curated and that the art didn't land as well as it could have in some instances. That said, I'm still looking forward to playing gonna it. There's going to be a we're, dozen We're going to play here. it. Yeah. We're going to stream it or and, something. And and also, this is without seeing the foil treatment of it. Maybe yeah. the foil treatment and the silvering makes it actually just like... There's like going to be yeah. some chase. Really pop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no matter what, some of these cards, the black and white version is the one you're going to want to have to play. Mm-hmm. You know, So there's going to be some of these cards that are going to be chased, and they're going to be the best looking ones for sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm also prepared to completely believe that the JPEGs are just letting this one down. Yeah, I after looking at the Amoncat inventions or invocations yes. online, yeah. and then holding them in my hands in Yellow Jacket, I don't have a strong association anymore between these previews and the physical product. Exactly, the Amoncat invocation was actually something I wanted to bring up as well because yeah. when those were previewed, I was like, uh, the then, game is over. Yeah, yeah, like, and then this in, is so awful. Yeah, then in person, I was like, these are nice. Oops, I want these. Yeah, yeah. these yeah. look great. Yeah, so. I think, I think the invocations were the most jarring version yeah, they, of that yeah that that it was they did not look good online and i remember yeah i had the same experience seeing one in person i was like oh actually this is great and they 
got a little gun shy after that. They definitely pulled back from making things look that different mm-hmm. in normal magic cards. Actually, this was not intended to be a segue, but I think this is actually a tremendous segue to the first secret layer that okay. we can talk yes. about today. Yeah. Okay. So this was a secret layer. So they have a new secret anniversary super drop with a bajillion secret layers again, which again, it feels like we just did this like a two, uh, two months ago, but in between them was this one. And is it even still available? Did we miss it? Uh, at time of recording, I think maybe you can still get it. Last, We're in the last week of November now. I'm going to double check here. I was tempted to get this one, um, but I just want to make sure. Yeah, it's got some cool cards. Because I know that it wraps before all the other ones launch, so you can't combine. Okay, yeah, so at time of recording, it's available for another day and 20 hours so oh, unfortunately that. that's awfully tempting <laughs> unfortunately actually. for those listening at home you, you will have missed this yeah. one so it's secret lair doing a collaboration with mischief uh spelled m-s-c-h-f which is a brooklyn-based artist collective that have done a bunch of different things they did the little nos x satan shoes that got oh, the season yeah, desist right. from nike the real right, blood right, right. satan yeah. shoes yeah, yeah. And they did the uh, they did a collaboration with Mr. Beast, which was they did like a app that's like keep your finger on the app, and the last person to take their finger off gets a million bucks. Gets it was uh, twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, they did some stuff with. Now I kind of just want to buy the secret layer to support them. (laughs) Yeah, my 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 favorite thing they've done recently was the the Museum of Forgeries, where they bought an original Andy Warhol Mm -hmm. called Fairies, and then they made forgeries of it. Mm -hmm. So they made 999 forgeries and that are like, there's an amazing video on the process that they did to make them. Like they, they made essentially like perfect Mm -hmm. forgeries of this Andy Warhol print. And then, so then they sold a thousand of them as possibly an original Andy Warhol (laughs) Right, for, right. Nice. So they bought it for twenty thousand dollars, and then they sold all the all all of them for two hundred and fifty bucks. And so it's right. like one of these is original. They claim they don't even know which mm-hmm. one the original is at this point, but apparently it's, they're indistinguishable. So it's like, all right. I think Andy Warhol would have liked that. I think he would have loved that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Then again, what Andy Warhol likes is probably like. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of not a great guy, but I think, you Weird know, in dude. practice, yeah. Yeah. Well, I like that. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy that a lot. So in terms of practically unreadable magic cards, again, I think these are going to look... The, I've seen photos of them, and they look awesome, but uh, it's a secret layer of five, six cards. Um, one of them is a... Well, we'll talk about the, the other one. Officially, five of them. Uh, Swords to Plowshares which is a very like graphic the they're they're letting mischief play even more with the style than than has happened before such as the the wording on this is swords numeral 2 mm. plowshares i don't know what the direct inspiration for this is but i see it and i'm like i know i know like i i i get that like i don't know like a metal band poster or something but not 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 in the same way as the, the that whole cycle of metal band posters they did mm-hmm. <laughs> Grim Tutor looks like a headstone, mm-hmm. which is kind of amazing. Blood Moon. Look at this Blood Moon. 
Yeah, very um, like 15th century astrological right. mm-hmm. uh, diagram. Sort of Da Vinci diagram kind of. Yeah. yeah. Cut to ribbons, which I hadn't actually seen until just now mm-hmm. and is, yeah, it's amazing. It's this sort of 1970s graphic gothic. Right. Yeah, with a little bit of like uh, Rider Waite tarot. Mm. Um, Definitely some tarot iconography in here too, mm-hmm. yeah. Very cool. And then Teferi's Puzzle Box, which it has all like the the yellow, like warning, warning, don't park mm-hmm. here kind of mm-hmm. things. But also I saw this and I was like, why does this look like the Kaaba? Like the first thing I right. thought was like, isn't this the, which I admit in my ignorance, I was I had to Google Big Islam Cube. And, right. Because <laughs> I was like, this looks like the thing from, what is, what is that called? So I looked it up. It's called the Kaaba. Anyway, it's the first thing I thought of. It doesn't actually look like that, but it, it, it made me think of it. What, what, what I got from this was uh, Max Headroom. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That's sweet. My first thought what was What a just, strange intersection. Yeah, right? I know, right? <laughs> like, My first thought was like Portal. It's like Companion Cube, but you're having a dream and you don't remember exactly what the Companion Cube looked like. Mm. And you're like, you're in a messed up mischief dream and like, oh, this is the thing I have to carry around. Um, can you read what the words are in the... Sorry, the preview's too far away from me. Is it oh, secure? Oh, sealed. Secure and... Mm. The secure, yeah. secure and sealed on one face and okay. on the other face it says void and open neat okay so that's sort of demonstrating and then one side is just black and so it's like this is kind of like giving you the feel of a puzzle box right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah all, all, three exclamation points in their own box for some reason and then the 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 only other thing that like really leaps into mind when i look at this and i like it a lot is r- r- riddle box step on up and try your fate it, it, it's a uh, icp Song, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> which is stuck in my head now because in the 2003 Steven Soderbergh remake of uh, Solaris, mm. when the main character arrives on the space station, he hears that song <laughs> being just cranked by one of the two scientists left on the space station. I love the idea that in Solaris, someone's listening to ICP. I know, right? And he just like That's follows the music and finds um Jeremy uh oh god, he was Oppum in Saving Private Ryan. Um Renner? Not Renner. I keep wanting to say Renner and it's like How many famous young. Jeremys? Piven. Uh Bridges. No. But uh, like he, he's like this very like slight guy with mm. you know, he's very hesitant speaking and he's just got riddle box cranked like he's you know you're 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 a thousand light years from home you're one of two human beings on a space station surrounding a sentient planet yeah i'm listening to icp as loud as it'll go Mm -hmm. why not yeah what if you need to leave the room you don't want to not listen to your music anymore yeah exactly Mm. so there's also there's another card with this that we've seen that i don't have uh on scryfall but it's a basic planes Mm. that Mm. looks i don't know if you have one james it it looks very strange. Mm-hmm. Like it's got it's got like a pastoral painting. I it was a golf course. It's got a golf course. Yeah, it looks like a golf course. Hang on. Sorry, I thought, were you I leading thought it was into that really green. slowly? No, well, it, the it first a... time I saw it, I was like, oh, this looks like a pastoral painting. Wait, is this a golf course? And then, so, but then we saw a video. Let me see if I can find it on. There's a few people who posted on Twitter. Yeah, mm-hmm. a couple people got these ahead of yeah, time. There's been a promo event for this secret layer where some content creators were sent the secret layer yeah it's so got, that they could 
show it off. It's got this weird border on it, but with like, it's like a medieval, uh, with like medieval um, heraldry flowers around it. Like it's very strange and it's just a basic planes, but some, but not all of them, that is a foil layer on top that can be peeled off easily to reveal a is it sacred foundry it's a shock land isn't oh i it? thought it was just a mountain huh. okay i had no idea okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> extra mischief it's a different you might get a planes you might destroy your planes trying to reveal what card you actually have hmm. i didn't realize it was some but not all of them i thought that the so golf planes is also real that's news to me in this uh in this podcast if true that's fascinating. Where is it? Even it's... just the idea of having a planes that's a golf, uh, like a hole. Sorry, Battlefield green. Forge. It's a Battlefield Forge? Okay, yeah. Cool. Neat. It's Battlefield Forge with art showing the golf course in a raging inferno and the inscription, golf sucks now and has always sucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to, I'm probably going to order this. <laughs> So it's a pretty cool secret layer, I guess. Yeah, like Grim Tutor is Tutor. What like in 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 Highlander? Well, it's like your twentieth. It's not points. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's been this sort of like cachet in Canadian Highlander because it's playable but really expensive until it was reprinted in the foresight recently. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was a sort of talked about item and like we'd have to lend them around to, to various people's combo Right, because it's from Starter 99. Yeah, right? it was only in Starter 99 until like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, but now right. it's wow. you know, well cheap for a magic card. It's not hundreds of dollars to get your copy, but you can get one mm-hmm. uh, for quite a good price bundled in the secret layer too. But yeah, you can... It's There's no card in this set that's like a financial reason to have to buy this. But it's possible all these cards will appreciate well because they're so weird. Right, uh, right. But, it, but that's no longer like a a point where you can reliably make, I think, sound MTG finance decisions because it's just every month there's new weird stuff happening, right? So you can't yeah, exactly. like count on that either. So and any of these secret layers, and really any Magic product, definitely only buy it if you're like stoked to be getting the cards and yes, you're going to yeah, use them. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Um, the the other thing this reminded me of was a picture you posted years ago mm-hmm. from um, Highlander Night, where you just showed your turn one. Oh yeah, which was um, I think an Arabian Nights mountain into Black Lotus into white bordered Blood Moon, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, come on, man. <laughs> That was the Blood Moon I had. Blood Moons are oh, sought boy, after. Man. If you own a card, you're not going to like go out of your way constantly to go get it. I had to spend all of my like card buying powder on, or power on that Black Lotus. <laughs> Sorry. White border, man. <laughs> Probably a beta mount. I don't think I own an Arabian Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. But that's okay. Uh, um. Yeah, I'm glad that you're still tilted by that White Border Blood <laughs> Hey, everyone. You know, our address is available on the website. By all means, send me all of your The Dark Blood Moons. I'll sleeve one up and play that instead if you want. <laughs> Dirty. Just uh, dirty. So the other secret layers are part of the secret anniversary. What are they what are they calling it? Superversary? The secret versary super drop, which starts a day after the mischief one goes away. Mm-hmm. And like before, it's the one where it's a bunch of little ones, or you can buy them all together in a ridiculously expensive bundle. And Let's talk about those. So, fans of characters named Jace, Wizards is 
collabing with Riot for a Universes Beyond secret lair, or two of them actually, to mm. do with Arcane, the mm. League of Legends-based, but not actually about League of Legends, as far as I understand it. Netflix show. Animated mm. Netflix series. And so there's four cards in the Arcane one, two of which have the the Universes Beyond sort of naming thing like the Godzilla treatment. So two of them are just Path of Exile and Counterflux Mm -hmm. with different art. And then two of them are Ristic Study under the name Unstable Harmonics and Thran Dynamo, kind of cool, under the name The Hex Core, Mm. which I think is also kind of interesting. My, I don't, care about this at all i which doesn't make me cool in any way i'm just saying that's mm-hmm. that's not a value judgment on it i, I just it's like, okay arcane whatever i wish that riot would credit their artists i wish that it was like artist name yeah slash riot games because these are all just credited to riot games and you're so used to artists being respected more in that way that it's not that it's not just Wizards of the Coast, which it could be, but they do still credit the artist on every single card, and I, it bugs me that this isn't, I guess. Yeah, good good point. Good point. Unnecessary disrespect there, Ride Games. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a cycle of basic lands from Arcane as well. So there's a Plains Island Swamp Mountain Forest. I think these are separate layers. I need to double check. I believe they are. Yes, they are. Yeah. So there's Secret Lair slash or X Arcane and Secret Lair X Arcane Lands. Sorry, we, uh, Secret Lair X Arcane colon Lands. Why did we go back to that island? Why did we half-size the lands? What, why not full art, you mean? Yeah, why did we Why did we make the choice to, to make have them, I love make a them half secret size. lair yeah. and make sure that half of these, I'm guessing you get one of each of these lands mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. 30 bucks or something, and half of your secret lair is a, empty mostly empty text box with a picture of the mana symbol mm-hmm. just seems like such a wild choice to me yeah after especially after the mischief secret layer that we just looked at yeah with the exception of the all text lands <laughs> is this the only island that doesn't have water there's a cloud there oh, but yeah. I guess you're right it, there's you know, not water even vapor. water yeah i'm just yeah. being let's push my glasses up get my best actually out here mm-hmm. uh i don't know I guess, the answer yeah. to that question though if if Cameron, you do have sky i guess there is always water vapor i mean right. um, yeah. the plains but, is a city we kind of saw that with ravnica yeah. the swamp is a cave mm-hmm. the mountain is a forge the island is a skyship docking at a tower uh the forest has a tree so that right. card from unstable is valid <laughs> <laughs> right okay yeah yeah like I'm, this isn't a complaint. I'm I'm really happy to see uh, artists play in the what is a land like. What is the criticality of being able to recognize an island as an island? Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's an interesting like space that uh, is open to play because it doesn't really have any effect on the game. For sure. Right. Yeah. Um, no. I I sincerely don't know if there is another picture of an island that includes no water whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um. There there could already be. It's a good question, and then we're gonna read the comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I assume there's this will be of commented at Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, know if there's a search engine that will perform this for us, but. Uh, yeah. 
I'm just, I, I I'm not saying I don't like it. I think it's, yeah. a, as I say, I think it's a fun space to play in. Mm-hmm. There's a very unique secret layer product as part of this whole super drop because it's a hundred dollars mm-hmm. because it's an entire commander deck. Oh, this is so wild! Yeah, I was I, surprised. I hadn't seen you, this. You hadn't heard about this? No, yeah. no. So this is built from Gavin Verhey's. Oh wait, yes. Coin flip commander deck. It's right. not exactly his list because there's a lot of expensive mana that didn't make it into this deck list. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's an entire. It's an entire commander deck. Now, there's a bunch of... It's like half of it is foil, but not all of it. So like half of it's foil, half 50, of it's non-foil. 50, it. And then there's five, I guess. And then there's five cards that have new art. 95-5, get it? <laughs> and the the art is the art is wild and it's borderless, but also because the deck's all about flipping. The deck is called Heads I Win, Tails You Lose. Hmm. And these five cards are double-faced, okay. double-sided, but they're the same card on both sides. It's just you get to choose which art you oh, want to have. that's fun. So the commanders are Zundersplit and Okon. Yes, okay, I had seen this. Yes, I was wondering, like... So yeah, these, are okay. the, these are from Battlebond, which, of course, mm-hmm. Gavin has a big love for. So Zundersplit is the card. It's uh, four and a blue... For a 1-4 homunculus, partners with Alcon, I have chaos at the beginning of combat on your turn, flip a coin until you lose a flip whenever a player wins a coin flip, draw a card. And then partner, so you can go, if you get Zinder split, you can go looking for Ocon, Ocon, I suppose. I have chaos, four and a red for a 3-3 Cyclops Berserker, partners with Zinder split at the beginning of combat on your turn, flip a coin until you lose a flip whenever a player wins a coin flip, double Ocon's power and toughness until end of turn. Mm-hmm. And both... These two actually make a little panorama. There's two, mm. like the the front sides and the back sides both make two little little two piece panoramas, which is I think yeah, I that's think that's cute. I really, like that. Really cute. Also included in this is propaganda, mm-hmm. uh, which some some terrific art on propaganda. Wow. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, Stitch mm. in time. Both of those are great. Yeah, and of course for a coin flipping deck, Clark's thumb. Mm. Very critical. Yeah. We missed the opportunity to have a double-sided card with Krark's thumb on one side and Krark's other other thumb on the the other other side. side. That would have been very cool. I'm sure there was an R&D half a meeting about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can see a big article about this from Gavin and read the full full deck list. But it's... So it's 45 foil reprints, 50 non-foil reprints, a, a super special coin. I don't know what that means. Two display commanders. Don't know what that means either. Ten double-faced oh. tokens, a deck box, a life wheel, a strategy insert, and a reference card. The right. display commanders would be the uh, what they're doing now is printing the thick ones. Oh, the, the thick, thick ones. Card. That yeah. would be good. The thick ones. I would like the... Or they, they might be the large-scale, the older-style ones that were, you know, you mm-hmm. could you definitely had them. 100-card secret lair. Yeah. I think for the purchase price of a hundred dollars it's probably going to be fantastic value That's, <laughs> yeah even if they cut all the dual lands of whatever uh category gavin would normally run if it, you'd like to pass your sure. your wizened eyes across the full deck list and let me know if anything jumps out to you as because strong value I think, I think it's probably there's gonna be a few cards probably that are good but overall i'm just thinking like you know magic cards 
when you're buying them individually, you tend to spend more than $1. So mm-hmm. uh, probably it's going to add up to being quite good. Well, there's a lot of commons in here. Maybe we'll be fine. They've got Ponder and Preordain. Um, nothing immediately jumps out as being gigantic, actually. The Locust God, that's okay. Yeah. Okay, no, maybe it's fair. That's fine. Ooh, Having those artifacts, though. They need to make sure that they never sell too many like amazing deals. Otherwise, it actually has negative effects, too. Right. Like, yeah, with like, the first Modern Masters or whatever, mm. it was like the value was too high for the packs, and then the like purpose of reprinting the cards missed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when uh, Metamorphose went up to like $40. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like it was just reprinted. It's like, eh, it doesn't matter. But... I wanted to say, sorry, talking about how it's probably a pretty good deal, especially if you want to play these cards for $100, to buy this deck for $100. But I'm curious what the packaging is going to look like, and I'm curious what the shipping cost is going to be, because mm. obviously it's pretty Well, I mean, like, the thick. commander decks can... There's a commander's they... plate in here. Shadow Spear. I assume... Since... Shadow Spear is like 20 bucks or something. Since mm. they've... That's true. Yeah. Since since they've changed the secret layer packaging to be the smaller boxes, I'm hoping that this ships in the commander... The like the minimal packaging commander thing that yeah. they've done recently because those are great. We don't need all the extra greebling. I mean, even the recent commander decks with the, I'm just we're all gesturing over to where we keep our commander decks. This is useless for anybody at home, but we keep them over there. They're over anyway, there. Yeah. yeah. The the commander decks they've sold recently, even in the big packages, are without plastic. So yeah. that's already a huge improvement over the like within the last couple of years, but you can get an even smaller one that uses even less paper, mm-hmm. which is nice. But like all again, all I think of with this is like the uh the the Simpsons joke with 100 tacos for $100. <laughs> and this should provide adequate sustenance for the Doctor Who marathon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm I mean, at this point, I think it's a interesting idea. I'm I'm into it, mm-hmm. but the I'm I, I'm worried about half of it being or forty five cards of it being foil, because I just really hope that it's not like well half my deck is curling. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They gotta. They gotta fix it. They gotta they fix get, it, and I know that they've it. they've been getting better. Again, I've got stuff from Kaldheim and Strixhaven that are still. Dead flat. Yeah, those Strixhaven foils came out great. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what you did differently, but please. And then the next but, set, the AFR. But foils the secret layers, like, I guess, are printed yeah. because they're sort of like not really on demand, but kinda. I guess they have a different thing. So I don't know. Uh, hopefully they'll be. Hopefully that'll fix. Please, it. no commander deck fifty Pringles and fifty lays. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look now at one of the other secret layers in this set that I love, which is pixelsnowlands.jpg mm-hmm. is the name of it. This is very like Microsoft Paint, MS Paint looking. Windows 3.1. Pixel I'm... art, snow-covered lands complete with, yeah, the Windows 3.1 window treatment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say this reminded me a lot of like Sierra Online games yeah. from the early 90s. Right, like I'm pretty sure I've navigated a character from Quest for Glory through this exact landscape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very King's Quest vibe, Monkey mm-hmm. Island kind of. Look at mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, the second biggest man. mountain I've ever seen. Yeah, these, I mean, there's not much to say about them. It's the full cycle of the, you know, Plains Island Swamp Mountain Forest. I think they look great. Yeah. What a fun and yeah. funny little little treatment they look fantastic wonderful i don't know if i'm willing to pay secret layer prices to get one of each but they are they're beautiful to get like a play set of each 
Well, yeah, I mean, when they give you basic lands in a secret, like, I'm a Canadian Highlander player, so, and, you know, Commander players, right. like, most people, it's like, the idea of Secret Lair, where there's, like, a smattering of cards, and you get one of each, it's actually not that, um, unfortunate, or whatever, sorry, it's not that annoying that you're only getting one of in the in the box, <laughs> but then when it's basic lands, I'm always thinking, like, okay, well, if I'm putting money into basic lands, it's so I can get, like, 10 of them for draft, or, like, 20 of them for a constructed deck, or something like that, like, I want to have access to, like, my, my brain goes, basic lands, okay, you need, like, a certain quantity of the same mm -hmm. one so that you can not go crazy when you go to build the standard deck. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have you get your favorite and you get like at least 20 of them or something. Uh, and doing that with these sacred layer lands is very expensive, but you could be buying like, you know, one or two of them. And then it's like the one basic of that type that goes in the particular commander deck. How yeah, many, that could be okay. How many of each basic do you kick around for a draft set? I like to have 10. Mm -hmm. More than 10 is probably wise. Yeah, because like every like once in a blue moon, you're able to pull off the monocolor draft. Yeah, exactly. Out, right? Yeah. I currently and then you need 16. Currently, if I monocolor draft, I just rely on the, the moon base or right. or wherever I am to provide extra ones. But I, I, in the box sleeved, I've got like nine or 10 of each. Right. So $300 US to get a draft set <laughs> <Yeah>. of, <laughs> of these. Yeah. Because it's 30 bucks. Yeah. I don't know if I like them that much. Next is one that they're calling. Far out, man. Far out, man. These are five blue spells with just some gorgeous art. Mm -hmm. I It's all by the same person whose name I can't read on Scryfall, but I think if I take a look on the Secret Lair website, it will tell you it's Mateus Manhanini. And I should have been calling out ours the entire time after criticizing Riot for it. The uh, Jubilee did all the pixel, mm. the pixel art. Mm. Nice. And... I don't can't find it on the heads I win tails you lose, and unfortunately, it's again it's not uh, the the resolution is not high enough for me to determine that. But yeah, far out man is ether gust counterspell fabricate fact or fiction and mystical Whoa. tutor. Whoa, mm -hmm. and they're all just yeah, these are great, just really wonderful wow. abstract. Uh, like bright and high contrast just mm -hmm. i don't know really i don't know how to describe this art style but it's very cool mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. also yeah these are sweet the, i wouldn't even say these are abstract i think these are rather concrete like they're yeah. very concrete depictions of what's going on in the card which is always an interesting challenge for some of these blue spells mm. yeah mm -hmm. right like this is a very solid interpretation of what these spells do Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, we're we're seeing like cool sort of hyper realism of like what the magical spells accomplish mm -hmm. from from this artist's you know mind's eye, and it's beautiful. The flavor text. Some great cards to pick too. By the way, on Mystical Tutor. Now, did I file that away under C for combo or F for finisher? Uh -huh. <laughs> and the flavor text on Counterspell is if only there were a way to counter your inevitable whining. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> really. Wow. Really, really, just like supporting the old toxic blue player yep. stereotype there. That's incredible. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just uh, I'm, I'm, just saying the thing we're all thinking. I'm thinking about this one. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I can't believe you countered the uh, my infinite combo. You must hate fun. It's like no, I just had a way to interact with your board. Yeah, I guess. I'm can't sorry. believe it. Here, you can look at the card again if you want. Yeah. I had these two islands. Um, I'm sorry. I also played this game hoping to not die. Yeah, exactly. Congrats, Watsy. I'm thinking about buying a product based solely on the flavor text. Mm -hmm. Well, no, it's not solely, but the flavor text did nudge me. 
there's one called there's a, a secret layer rather called monstrous menagerie which is a collaboration with the artist crocodile jackson whoa Ooh. Uh, who does a lot of tattoo Sweet. inspired pop art i bought one of these last time i came up Ooh, yeah tattoo tattoo secret layer yeah there's a ravenous chupa thingy there's manigorder hydra oh george pathbreaker ibex which I've is yeah, a card I have to read that one again. Don't think I've ever heard of. Oh yeah, this is from a commander set. It's uh, not Crater of Behemoth. Okay, it's four, Crater of Behemoth at home. Okay, four green green for a three three goat. <laughs> Whenever it attacks creatures you control, gain trample and plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. Okay, yeah, that you know what? All right, yeah. If your deck is a boat Crater of Behemoth, you might like this and huh. mm-hmm. you might play it and yeah, play second. Thank yeah, God it doesn't have Coke. Thank God it doesn't yeah. have haste. Yeah, well, that's the, that's just it, right? Imagine yeah, if Crater the, Hoof the, had the, haste. The Pepsi of Crater Hoof <laughs> Behemoth. Right? Imagine if Paplayer Ibeck had haste and bumped your creatures more. Oh, well. The the Sorry, chat likes to get on me about that. I tried to make a joke once. Oh, really? Doing, just streaming a cube, right? And I was like, well, good thing Crater Hoof Behemoth doesn't have haste. And then they decided and they were, that. <laughs> they were like... It does have haste, Graham. And I was like, no, it could. That would be broken. If Crater of Behemoth had haste, can you imagine? And I just like quadrupled down on nice. pretending like it didn't have mm-hmm. haste. And it, the thing just is, it was totally intentional the entire time. <laughs> but chat, some some members of chat, not not everybody, were like, what, Graham, read the card. It has haste. And I was having way too much fun antagonizing no, our it, viewers. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Um, Teamer Sabretooth, sorry, is also in this <laughs> nice. in this uh, five stack as well as Winding Constrictor. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Man, Winding Constrictor. That is, it's a good choice. Good yeah. card. I yeah. like Winding Constrictor. Like Winding Constrictor yeah. That's the one from Amonkhet. Kaladesh. Right. That puts extra counters on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The signpost, green black, uncommon from Kaladesh. That is real good. Mm-hmm. It's just a real good card. It's good a real card. fair. It's a real fair card. Yeah, no, it's seen Pro Tour play, and yeah, has surprised people in more ways than one with how good it is. Mm-hmm. Got to give huge shout outs to this next one, art by Maria Tirina, and it's the Fibblethip completely, utterly, totally lost. This is this makes me so happy. Oh my god. This <laughs> makes me so happy. It's five borderless cards done in the style of Where's Waldo? Or if you're watching from the UK, Where's Wally? Ooh. And Waldo has a different name. He's in Wally and imagine my confusion same as a books, child. Just, just yep. writing the words different? Exactly the same. Don't All know right. why. All right. It, it's cuz Waldo is some weird British slang I or guess. something gross. Yeah. Like I'm saying Waldo now we can't show this to kids in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Path to Exile, Well of Lost Dreams, and there is a well in the middle mm-hmm. of the art there. Mm-hmm. Frantic Search. I I, <laughs> I assume that the that the card is depicted somewhere in this scene as well, right? Mm-hmm. Intruder Alarm and Shell Dock Isle. Mm. And I believe they also make a panorama. At least the two white cards and Frantic search and oh no no yeah they do they make a five card wide panorama. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Fibblethip is in every one of them, better or, be <laughs> or in only or in only one of them because it, because it's a panorama. I assume Fibblethip is in is in every one of them. Is that the whole set? Yeah, all five of them. Okay, yeah. I'm getting on the called it board here. I want to say 
there's also going to be a totally lost that they don't tell you about. Yeah. That has the same style, also by the same artist. But it'll be like hidden like underneath one of them. But you'll open up your secret layers and be like, well, there's a sixth card or whatever. But I'm just looking at the close-up, the very bad low-resolution close-up of like even Path to Exile. And there's Niv-Mizzet is there, mm-hmm. Isperia. Oh, there's yeah. There's the, yeah. the, the Rakdos, the the one, the tightrope walker. I don't remember the name of the card. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gor- Gorehouse Chainwalker. Chainwalker. Yep. There's the there's the large shield lady, the Gideon's like more yeah, of her please. Yeah, oh yeah. right, the three right, five right. against your life. Order yeah, there's six, just, yeah. there's there's a lot there's a lot going on in every one of these. Is this going to be available as a book around Christmas time too? Like, can <laughs> I, I just get this for I my kids? I think I might have to get this. I don't I want the these. cards, but I want the art in a like holdable, uh, you know, mm-hmm. biteable form. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Something, yeah. something a child something can absolutely durable. chew yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I would play these, but I kind of just just like them. They're yeah, important. I like them. They, yeah. they, they they make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna make a good uh, desktop background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And penultimately, the last two secret layers both involve Dracula. So penultimately, we have Dracula lands. These mm-hmm. are full art. So I don't know See? what I don't know what happened with the arcane ones, but yeah, these are just five different lands with uh, Dracula wandering around. I love the okay. sky and the plains. I love the sky and the plains. Oh yeah, yeah. So plains, island, swamp. On swamp, Ooh. he's demon mode or Ooh. bat, Batman mode, man really bat. Like this swamp. DC Comics presents man bat. Uh, mountain. There's a mountain in the background and forest. I like forests traveling through the forest on the roof of a carriage, just hanging out. Just ghost riding the whip. Yeah. <laughs> so. Cool. And then Welcome to Dracula Castle. Sorry, Welcome to Castle Dracula is the last one, which is three cards, only three, of with the again with the universes beyond treatment. But these are not universes beyond cards. Mm-hmm. So the the arcane set has the triangular hollow foil that are like these are those are universes beyonds. These are not. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna question why, but it's exquisite blood. Printed the, here as Hunger of the Ancient One. Half of the womboist of EDH combos. That's mm-hmm. right, and get ready, because... Yep. Uh, Night's Whisper, printed here as Night Feeder's Visitation. That's the one in a black, draw two cards, lose two life. And Phyrexian Tower, printed here as Dracula's Tomb. Mm. Oh, I totally thought the other half of the combo was also in this yeah, set. Yeah, because it's Exquisite Blood and then something Sanguine else. Sanguine Bond. Sanguine Bond. Like, they're right. both yeah. vampire-themed, so yeah. I thought they were just both... Fingers crossed for thing. bonus extra B- secret Bonus Sanguine Bond, yeah. maybe. Bonus Sanguine maybe. Bond. Ruin, ruin Commander Knight yep. in give one us, easy packet. That's right. Give us uh, give us bonus five full art arcane lance. That'd be good. The front side and the back side. I can't believe you countered my Sanguine Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I also have a hunger of the ancient one. You're not allowed to do that, right? Oh uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I yeah, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say absolutely not. Yeah, I don't believe you <laughs> countered my sanguine bond. So all the flavor text here, I believe, is from like from pro- the book. Yeah, probably. Nice. Yeah, I there mean, was one I great. Would... Yeah. There was one great tomb so, more lordly than all the rest. Huge it was and nobly proportioned. On it was but one word. Dracula. Okay, so question here. Yeah. Uh, probably for the lawyers in the in the audience. Universes Beyond is like 
Watsy letting their fans know, hey, we're going to delve into dealing with these other intellectual properties and you're going to get to see versions of and new cards of, mm. uh, you know, your favorite Lord of the Rings and Warhammer 40K and stuff. And, and, and that's what we're doing with Universes Beyond. Now, Bram Stoker's Dracula universe is, is not public domain. It's not. Yeah, it's not part of it's not part of the world of Magic the Gathering. It's not part of the Blind Eternities or anything. It's not on. Dominaria. It's not part of our history, but we just don't have to bother giving it the universes beyond treatment because it's a hundred years old or something, right? right. Or it's like in is, public domain, we don't have to yeah. pay anyone for it. We can just steal it. Yeah. Like, is is universes beyond for IPs that we have to pay for, or is it like, I mean, Wall of Ice or Scathe Zombies, uh, having flavor text from Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, mm-hmm. right? Um, yep. Or any of There's the Shakespeare, Shakespeare like, yeah, yeah, quotes yeah. from yeah. Uh, Would those Unlimited? have to yeah. be universes beyond? No, no, they okay. don't. Right. right? Like, um, so maybe, maybe, maybe if it's just part of our cultural heritage. Yeah, but like, I just wonder if when you're going to do these universes beyond style, extra names for things, and mm-hmm. like you know, art depicting and new flavor text, like, does it just feel more comfortable at, for the player's experience, like aesthetically, if it's like universes beyond card, like you know, this is a we're going to have a Narnia set, and like, no, we don't have to pay C.S. Lewis's heirs, but like universes beyond Narnia, and like here's mm. you know, Aslan's adamant will or whatever, <laughs> right? <laughs> like. And just give me the little triangle so that, like, for my, you know, my nerdy fandom mind is like, yeah, we've got the normal version and we've got the weird version. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else cares about that or feels that way. Maybe I'm getting a little bit. I mean, I'm sure they've put this in an article somewhere. The, the right. criteria, mm-hmm. the criticality for when Universe is Beyond is Universe is Beyond or where it's just a quote. Yeah, I might not be. I might be proud of how nitpicky I am, but here we are on a magic podcast. So I'm gonna go out and say it. Yeah, I wish this was like also universes beyond. That would make me feel better. You know, I'm sorting my cards here. I don't. Uh, it bothers me that there's a third thing. Right. Yeah. I didn't talk at all about prices, but I guess from a they're all thirty or forty bucks, right? Yeah. In the interest of a consumer uh, um, usability standpoint, basically, yeah, everything I talked about was thirty bucks. For every one of those secret layers, or forty dollars in foil, mm-hmm. except here are the asterisks. Pixelsnowlands.jpg is available in foil or foil etched. Mm-hmm. Those are both. Those are both. Those are both forty bucks. Crocodile Jackson's monstrous menagerie is only available in regular or foil etched. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just in foil, and you can get a bundle with absolutely everything. For five hundred and forty nine dollars. That includes by absolutely everything, I mean that is everything in foil, everything in not foil, and the commander deck. Mm. So if you want to get everything in not foil, it's two hundred bucks. Everything in foil is three hundred. Both of those is four hundred and eighty. And then both of those and the commander deck. Is four hundred. Those first uh, two bundles five hundred and fifty don't include the commander deck, right? Correct. The everything in non foil doesn't include it. everything foil doesn't include it. Yeah, but the mega bundle does. Yeah, that price doesn't actually seem that wild. But no, no. It's, I'm sure you're saving one hundred and twenty bucks or something like that. Right? Uh, yeah, they say it's uh you know it's a it's a seven hundred dollar value for only five hundred and fifty bucks. There you go. Hey. I, I even did the math quick in my head. That's <laughs> yeah. weird. That's uh, that's the Games Workshop level savings right there. Uh, right there, you've got it. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. So, um, yeah. We're going to do a recap later. 
not on this episode, but we went through a whole bunch of secret layers right now. And I just have to share that on Twitter this week, there was this graph that someone did. Let's see if I can get them credited mm-hmm. correctly. It's David Linford Tilly. Well done. Of just like since 1993, number of new black border cards that have come mm-hmm. out. And like mm-hmm. the first 10 years, it's pretty similar. But the last few years, it's really gone up. And April King... <laughs> Cube April shoots back with by on this curve by 2041 the entire human race will either be designing new magic cards or inputting them into Scryfall. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's like uh, it's like in uh, you know the Avengers there was the orbital shot with the Avengers fighting the 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 not scrolls mm-hmm. in New York and it takes like five seconds to orbit around the seven of them yeah. and then in Avengers two there's like 45 Avengers <laughs> in the orbital shot and it takes a couple of minutes and by like the time of um, uh, Endgame, right? The orbital shot actually has more people in it than outside of it. Yeah. <laughs> and is a literal orbit, right? Like... <laughs> to get all the Avengers in frame, we have to we have to turn the Hubble around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. We'll talk about this more next week, but yeah. a lot of secret layers. I My sympathy and empathy to anyone who... Uh, is kind of starting to feel the burnout. I feel like we're we're getting more and more cards all the time. I and think this is the this is the time of year where they do the big drops, though. Yeah, yeah. No, so. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But I, I feel like the end must be coming. We're going to hit a critical mass of new number of magic cards per year. It's not going to be this year or next year, though. No, it's probably going to keep going. It's probably going to keep going up. Yeah. Real quick, uh, Cr- Crimson Vow. Have we been playing much? I've been uh, playing more sealed than draft, but I've I've been having a good time with it. I've actually fallen into Final Fantasy XIV, oh, which has I'm sorry. a free, free trial up to level 60, including the critically acclaimed uh, uh, expansion pack, Heaven's Word. Oh. Have you heard of this? I, um, I went and listened to the Heaven's Word uh, soundtrack on Spotify because someone recommended it on my Twitter feed, and it was bad, a banger. bad magic content creator, <laughs> and I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV. How but dare you? I know. Hey, I, I know. just picked up Demon's Souls, so... No, no kidding. Yeah, I figure I got the, I got this PS5. I may as well get something that really like hammers home the graphical fidelity of it more. Well, and I've already beaten Ratchet and Clank, which hmm. is that game is showing off <laughs> graphically. It's like how are the graphics in Ratchet and Clank? Every moment in that game is an improbable flex <laughs> by the people at Insomniac. They're just like, look what I can do, and it's like settle down. But yeah, Demon Souls. I uh, it's. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's been taken up. It's been taken up some of my time, mostly walking back to the boss every time because the quality of life from their first their first like Souls like game is uh, uh, it's showing its age a little bit in, right, in the right. the quality and frequency of shortcuts. Right. That said, I'm enjoying it and it okay. looks looks gorgeous. But Magic the Gathering, uh, yeah, no Crimson Vows, sweet. Uh, honestly, like it's it's got it's edging into the Fate Reforged issue of no, there are some right. rares that are just absolute bangers that you're like oh i lose yep oh edgar cool yeah that's a good one katilda yeah oh i have to kill this twice huh i have to kill katilda and then kill the creature you put katilda's enchantment on cool 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 all right um what else uh blood vile purveyor mm-hmm. that's a fun one i managed to lose with that one i've only played a couple drafts i played like two drafts and one sealed mm-hmm. and my my purveyor I uh, got stolen or something or oof, bounced oof. and I died. Yeah. Um, I haven't been playing a ton either. Sorry. We talked about what games we've actually been playing and I've just been on Storybook Brawl. <laughs> I wanted to come in with a joke about like, surely Nelly's been playing tons of magic though. Nope. Yep. Auto battlers. Um, 
and Mario, playing Mario Odyssey. I have this mustache on still because I did a Mario uh, Halloween costume, and then mm-hmm. I was just like, this is just cosplay. I'm going to be a cosplay streamer now. And I've been like, <laughs> streaming Mario Odyssey <laughs> gameplay and going, wow. Yeah, um, like, let's when, go. The first time yeah. I saw you with it, I was like, where's Nelson? <laughs> Where'd he go? Oh, no. Like, Without did, that beard, I don't know who he is. Were your yeah. kids freaked out? or? Uh, well, every t- I've done this a few times. I've done shaving oh, okay. my face a okay. few times. Okay. or cutting my hair a few times, and I always, like, get them involved. And it's like, come mm. look. But okay. wait, no, I didn't do that this time. Actually, if you keep the mustache, dads, keep the mustache but shave the beard, the effect on your children's not as wild. Okay. I think. Okay. I The effect on me was jarring because you came into, you and Serge came in to film the judge video for the PPR. Right. With your mask on. Mm-hmm. And then we were sort of arranging stuff and you'd been here for minutes. Right. And then it's like, all right, have a seat, take your mask off and took the mask off. I hadn't seen the video that you posted to Twitter of you actually doing the shaving right, for the right. Mario costume. So it was just mask comes off, beard is gone, mm-hmm. giant mustache is there. And I was like, bah! it's like it's like watching Thomas Riker pull off his sideburns <laughs> yeah. when he steals the Defiant. <laughs> yes. Wait, it's the other guy. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, so. But Crimson Vow, to re-rail, oh, yeah. I also have been getting killed by bombs, even though my blood purveyor should have been one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've lost I've lost to Edgar online, and Olivia seems like it's going to be crazy. Like, I haven't run into it yet. I but if you, neither have I. But yeah. But, I appreciate the variety of decks. Yeah. Again. It seems like all the decks are good, but the commons and uncommons are worse than the rares, mm. which isn't a great feeling. Like, my... Uh, first time in the traditional draft queue, I got three copies of Brinecomer and like lots Ooh, of the blue white. That's great. Uh, I went one and two. I don't know. I won one match, and then like the other two times, I was just like, yeah, I just can't beat that. You oh. know, like my deck can perform a thing like really, you know, with like military precision. I will draw Brinecomer and I will put an enchantment on it. I will make some one ones. But if my opponent just has something that is like a little better than Lingering Souls. Mm. I'm gonna die. I got stupendously lucky with a sealed where four of my rares were in red. Nice. And one of the rares was the red white dual land, and just, I also just played white because I had a lot of good removal, and uh, that was like the fastest sealed <laughs> event I've played on arena. Sweet. The I don't remember the name of it. It's the something arsonist. It's a werewolf mythic mm. red werewolf. Oh right, yes. It's yeah, yeah, five yeah. mana for a four four with menace and oh, haste. Yeah. Oh, Volatile yeah. arsonist. Thank mm-hmm. you. Whenever it attacks, it deals one damage to a creature, a player, and a planeswalker up to, and. So there's a lot of one toughness creatures. So like just that on on its own on the daybound side, just play that swing, blow away a blocker. Now they probably don't have a good block for this guy because this one has menace, and your other stuff is probably going to get through. Or I had inst- I had opportunity to be like, oh, my opponent wants this to be nighttime. Okay, let them go to their end step without casting something. Kill one of their things in their the end step. Instant, yeah. Untap. Now it's nighttime. The nightbound side is almost exactly the same, still menace and haste, only now he's a 5-5 and deals two damage. So then it was like, cool, now swing, dome you for two, kill something with two tough. This card was stupid. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was gross. Also, necroduality is hilarious. Hmm. It's the enchantment okay. that whenever you play a zombie, a non-token zombie, you get a token copy of right. the zombie. Board go wide. Mm, <laughs> Board <bet>. go wide. <laughs> So yeah, I, I guess I uh, does this just double your spirits and blue white spirits like a non token? It's not even cast a spell. Non token zombie. Non token zombie. Sorry, right? Non token. Okay, yeah. but all of your creatures spirits. zombies. Yeah. yeah. So and this watch out for this one too in um in the black and white set. Sorry, in double feature because then your disturbed creatures with uh the turning oh. the creatures on the backside will also make zombie tokens as opposed to being auras. Right? No, they're only zombies though. Only if they're zombies. Oh. 
Non-token zombie. I have the yes. non and the zombie next to each other in my dyslexic brain. Sorry, everyone. Ah. Hey, Jordan, can we cut that out? I uh, didn't say anything <laughs> relevant, and I just confused everyone about what necroduality is. But great job <laughs> playing that card correctly. I'm sure Arena got the rules right for you. Level 2 Judge Nelly here just totally uh, failing to read the card. If, if you would like to read cards by having them mailed to you, uh, then you should check out our sponsor, CardKingdom.com. Okay, but I set you up for that one. Yo, you absolutely yeah, set me up for it. I really graceful. appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. just and I'm in here with the spike. Yeah, CardKingdom.com are great. Please go there and give them your business because uh, why not? You got to buy magic cards somewhere, probably. Um, also, get there so fast. Yeah. Also, everything we do is brought to you by you and your support of our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/LoadingReadyRun. Yeah. Uh, until next time. I've been Graham, joined by Nelson. I was here. And Cameron. Yeah. James is on the board. And thank you. Heather gets these online. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.